Hello, and a warm welcome back to the TNC podcast. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a very long while since we jumped on a face-to-face podcast. This feels so weird. How are you? I didn't. I, I was starting to think you were like a hologram. Well, uh, it's, we it's very... Yeah, mate, come on. Come I on. thought you were going to leave me hanging there. <sighs> How are you, mate? Still smell good. Cool, you do smell good. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, for the YouTube viewers, this is so weird. It is. Well, I've almost I've forgotten how to communicate with people in person. Yeah. I mean, we've been so used to, you know, the watch along, oh, the Zoom. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Um, but yeah, it's good. We've we been, were allowed to be back in the same room as each other, and it's very weird sh- sharing a Lakens with you rather than getting mm. absolutely smashed on camera. We've never drunk a Lakens together in person. It's an absolute honour, and I can't wait to see you all and drink a Lakens as well. If you want your own Lakens. 20% off. Chris, I was down there, <laughs> down at the brewery, um, just yeah. just this week, actually. Right. They said, um, Jack, we're actually a bit worried. Really? And I said, oh, no, are you, you cancelling the sponsorship or the financial issues? Right. They said, no, we can't brew enough beer. <laughs> they said you are drinking us dry. I'm not saying, so, well, look, put it this way, it's their own bloody fault. Mm. We warned them. Mm. We said, brew like you've never brewed before. <sighs> But, but we, they are. Well, but, but, but we've warned them. Yeah. Um, what more can we do? Yeah. So look, if you want to throw the people, the good people of Lakens into more disarray, order. Uh, links in the description. <laughs> order. TNC twenty. Order. <laughs> order. Um, how have you been? Yeah, re- really well recently. Actually, obviously, it's been uh, a hideous time um, for for everyone, um, and I'm just. I'm just so, so, so goddamn grateful um, that our team were amazing. Yes. Like, I, I'm so grateful because imagine, oh, imagine supporting like a really average team. And There's they're one doing, in Suffolk. And they're doing, yeah, yeah. And they're doing really shit. Imagine, yeah, supporting an average team in an average place and you perform and your team is shit yeah uh, that is a nightmare yeah and that, genuinely this Norris City team and kudos and credit must go to them and not just Daniel Falk and Stuart Webb but the whole club because they've they've they have helped get us through this period haven't they absolutely they really have absolutely well, by the way when the hell was the last time we did a face-to-face podcast well it's funny you ask because I was wondering that earlier and I couldn't well, I knew that like coronavirus happened. What was it like? April, March? No, I forgot. Cheltenham was in March. It happened just after that, around yeah. early yeah. April time. Because they kept Cheltenham open, didn't they? Of course. They did, which kind of kept me in a job. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I oh, have got have. the date down. Go on. When well, was no, it? you've got a guess. I'm not just going to tell you. Uh, I'll oh. give you a clue, shall I? Go on. We had a guest. Yeah. Who goes by the name of Steve... Sanders, NCFC. Numbers. Yes, okay. Remember that, mate. I can re- I can remember it, but when it was, I mean, I I think it might be knocking on the two year door. Not, but quite that long. It feels that long. It does. The 9th of February, twenty twenty. Bloody eighteen hell. months. Oh my 18 god! Eighteen months. It's That's been, cr- and the fact that the TNC viewers have stayed with us for that yeah. long as well. When when they you, put up with our watch along. When we said, oh, we'll do a face-to-face podcast this week, I was like, where's my camera? <laughs> Where, how what, do you turn it on? What people don't know is we've already had audio issues, cameras turning off. <laughs> so uh, We're it, rusty. We're, we're sorry in advance for any technical issues or, 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 or hosting performances today. It's been a... Um, I mean, on the pitch... 
people don't need us to explain how, how good it's mm. been. It's been a remarkable season. Um, one of the greatest championship sides of all time. Yeah, no debate. Um, absolutely. Shame we didn't quite get to the 100 point mark, but you know we got there in spirit. <laughs> yeah. It's been a remarkable 12, 15 months for, for us and, and mm-hmm. TNC, hasn't it? Yeah, so much mental. has changed. I think mental is just the word to, that's just come to my head. Just the... Just the explosion of mm. togetherness of, and, and, and I just feel like that it means more now than ever before. Like I knew that we we all we've always done it because we've loved it, mm. but I think I almost feel like a like a duty to the viewers yeah. now. And I, I and um, yeah, it's been an absolute honour. The amount of people that have DM'd me personally, obviously struggling, but also saying thanks for that consistency and. I think, um, and I've needed it. I don't know about you, mm. mate, but you know, turning up on camera, you know, twice a week and getting tiddly on Lakens. Well, it makes um, you put an effort in for something, doesn't it? Yeah, it's very easy yeah. when you know Root- people have been on furlough, yeah. uh, working from home. It's very easy to slip in a bit routine, a bit so of a important. sluggish, sluggish kind of yeah. routine. And ru- but routine is important, you know, and having that that routine of relaxing is is yeah. nice, isn't it? So no, it's been crazy, and like the just. The fact that the watch along was just a random idea that we had, and then it just it just grew and grew and grew, and the the twenty four hour show that, that was that that started that started from a comment on one of the earlier watch alongs that we bantered about for ages, and then we actually did it, mm. and that whole experience was just it feels like a world away now, and as you say, I'm I'm like you know I'm st- I feel like I'm still recovering from it, but um, yeah, it's it's been great, and I, and I am just so. So grateful to to every single person that subscribes, um, that that watches everything, that listens to everything, and honestly, for people that stuck with us, because a lot of the viewers that were originally, you know, subscribing and oh. following TNC were used to this face to face podcast format, and they've had to adapt as well to this watch along world. Yeah. So I'm just grateful well, that everyone's still with that us. That was the glorious thing was that. The, the watch along and all of the stuff that happened over the past season, there was never a real plan in place. No. It was often spontaneous. <laughs> the watch we haven't got a clue. Were, were very spontaneous, but it, it grew into something. Yeah. And, and I felt the whole spectrum was, was forged by the viewers. Yeah. We would do things that they wanted. They would do things that we wanted. And it, and it forged into a really lovely yeah. family. And the other really strange thing is we've been doing this for years, right? Mm. Um, Too long. Yeah, far too long. Yeah. And but there, there will be a large group of our subscription base now, and the people that follow us on Twitter or wherever that only know us for the watch along stuff. Oh, and that's that, I find that quite baffling. That's weird, isn't it? But then, but then there's some people that probably watched us since like fan cams back yeah. in the day, like the the true the true OGs. Comment below on YouTube oh. if you watched fan cams. Um, and then, as you say, there'll be people that we that were used to the the TNC podcast and have followed us since Russ Martin came on, etc. Yeah. Et I don't know, mate. I'm so excited to get back guests face to face again. And we've got some. By the way, we've already got some exciting guests lined up again, which is really I'm really excited about. But I must say, I'm quite nervous about it as yeah. well. I feel like I've forgotten how to do. Well, you've face to face scrapped the set, now, haven't you? That we used to use. Yeah, just put it on the dump, <laughs> sold it. <laughs> um, we, we, we also haven't been together and we haven't thanked... Well, I don't know if we did, actually. We haven't thanked people. We voted uh, Norwich City fans of the season. Oh, and, and the, the other funny thing is now, we, we're not individuals anymore. We come as a pair. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call us out in deck or Dick and Dom, that's up to you. But <laughs> we are no longer Jack and Chris. We are 
<laughs> no, Jack or Chris. We are Jack and Chris. Uh, or Chris and Jack. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. Just about. I have to, t- I have to, I have to bid it carefully sometimes, <laughs> but I have to have a few convos. Yeah, it's mental. And I, yeah, again, just so grateful for that. Um, it's, again, it's just a massive honour and is, uh, it's, it's, I ha- it hasn't sunk in, mm. if I'm honest, uh, mainly because we still haven't been given our uh, <laughs> prize yet by the club. Uh, but yeah, it, it's not sunk in. And I, and I think we said this, didn't we? Like seeing all of the numbers of viewers on the screen in front of us, but like we've not seen people no. in person, so it's weird. It is just the number then, isn't um, it? But it's an honour to win the Michelle Dack Fan of the Season Award, an absolute honour. And um, for the people to feel like we, we're worthy winners is... Incredible. And that we, the, the, the initial like voting system, we didn't enter and we were like, we want to be fans of the season. They entered us. So we, yeah, yeah. At, the, at, at the start, we both felt a bit uneasy about mm, it because yeah. there were some really great people entered um, that we felt were doing more for the community and, and, and for COVID, people yeah. like uh, um, than us. But in the end, like the people spoke, and it was it was really really yeah. touching actually. I didn't push it for once either. No, no, we, <laughs> we didn't plug it. We were just plugging. <laughs> the people the spoke. Time. It was really no, lovely no, as well to. Um, I mean, the twenty four hour watch long was remarkable, and and I can't believe we did that. I, I was genuinely like, and I know I think you've said this on a few bits of press and stuff that you've done. Genuinely, one of the most humbling experiences. Yeah. I could not believe the support that we received. I, I just, I it know. Was, it was baffling. Yeah. I, and that's the thing, like, we have to make clear to people is that it's so hard to, to, to translate this into you watching or listening to this right now. But I cannot emphasise enough how every single comment, not just the donations, but, but the comments, particularly in those last two oh, hours. Yeah. In the early hours, you yeah. You... You got us through that, and one of the one of the byproducts of that watch along, I felt, was it really, it brought the Norwich fans closer together even more. If I do say so myself, I feel like there is more togetherness in the Norwich City camp mm. than any other club. I stand by that. I really do think that that it helped bring the Norwich fans together even more for common good, which is what football's all about. Right? And and the nice thing was as well, there there will have been a lot of people that don't like us, and that's fine. Mm. They weren't Ish. doing it for us. They were doing it for for Big City. Yeah, yeah, that's and great. And the 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 collective goodness of of Norwich City fans. I mean, I was looking at our page this morning because we've been doing some more fundraising and, and auctions and stuff. We're like, it's basically twenty five grand we've raised, nice. and we were going into that like, if we can do a grand, I can't believe we'll that. tick that box. And then and then we got the five, and we were like, and what are the players as well? Like the players, like and. Obviously, some people know that we have got relationships with certain players in, in the in the current squad, which we're very grateful for. But Skip, I've never spoken to in my life. No. Gibson, I've only connected with him through social media. And, you know, John Hugill, never, yeah. never met him. Also never spoken to him through social media. So it wasn't even just like it was our buds in mm. the squad. Like, it just is incredible. So I'm grateful for, for, for those guys as well. I really the, am. the money... We got to five grand. I was like, surely it can't keep going up. And then you were like, right, the target's ten grand. I was like, no, we're not going to get it. ten grand, fifteen grand, twenty grand, twenty-five grand. I felt like it was some sort of like weird game show. Almost, it was very it? odd, wasn't it? Yeah. It, and, and by the way, never again. Like, oh, it ne- was. We're never doing it again. It's tough. <laughs> just, just, just in case you're watching, Big C. We. We love you, but we're not fundraising This is the thing. This again. camera's been running for 12 minutes, right? I'm already tired. <laughs> Talking 
is 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 a lot more oh, energy sapping than you think. Um, anyway, enough about us. Thank yeah. you so much for the support over thank the past. You. Yeah, massive thank you. Yeah, and I I cannot wait to get back to Caro. I cannot wait to just hug smelly mm. blokes again. Have you had your jab yet? Uh, no. Uh, next week. Nice. First jab. Nice. Fingers crossed. Mm. Looking forward to it. And then, um, and then you can start hugging people. Get back to normal. Well, you already hugged well, me. Well, yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, I'm really <laughs> excited to get back to Cairo because although the football was was brilliant, the Premier League's obviously going to be tougher and that's when you need... Fans. Well, well when you need fans, but like we need more than just the football on the pitch. We need to be interacting with our fellow fans. We need yeah, to be going to the yeah. pub. We need to be seeing that smelly bloke that sits <laughs> yeah, yeah, seven yeah, seats yeah. up, whatever. Next it's them match day rituals that I've really yeah. missed speaking of match day rituals match day experience coming back next season yeah bloody hell if I remember how to work a camera yes it's things like that oh, I've forgotten how to do to be fair uh, we can't share everything now but yeah so M- MDEs are going to be back next season yeah uh, TNC podcast face to face back next season um, s- some new content strands coming to the channel so really excited there's about lots that. going on Anyway, sorry, let's stop talking about it. So, so to the football club that we support, yes. Norwich City, let's talk We're back about in them. the Premier League. Mate. The last time we were at Carrow, we were in the Premier League. The Perfect. next times we'll be at Carrow, we're in the Premier League. Nothing, it's like we've never been relegated. Absolutely, 100%. I never felt relegation. How are you front. feeling? Uh, and at the Premier League? Yes. Well, at the moment, I'm really excited for it, but I can't deny the fact I'm... Sh- I am shitting myself a yes, little bit. I'm because I know, I know that we're in safe hands. I know they'll sort it, but at this stage, I really do empathise with Norwich fans that are a bit shaky because, mm. and this isn't just like the off the pitch stuff. It's like the fact that it's so early in the transfer window, though. Yeah, it is. I, I just, I just think that maybe, maybe we've just, maybe Norwich fans have just all we've been used to is good stuff consistently happening, and now there's been two or three bad things happen around the club in the last couple of months or so you know I, I think that uh, I think we need a, I think we need some signings to come into the and door. when there's no games going on there's nothing exactly. I was exactly. reading in the paper earlier actually like how slow in general this transfer window has been like mm. Buendia to Villa has been the only real big yeah, yeah, sale yeah. I think yeah. like the other notable transfer was Danny Rose to Watford and if you're sniffing around them kind of transfers you know it's been slow yeah my worry at the moment is I'm looking at the squad and I'm looking at the Premier League and, mate, it's so strong. It's hard to kind of... Usually you go up and, and you either go up with a team and you're like, they're coming straight back down. We've come a long way, though. I feel like far... Yeah, but so is the Premier before. League. Name me... Mate, I, mate, I, mate, 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 mate. Right, okay, right. Devil's advocate here, okay. Defence is so much stronger than it was last time. No, no, I'm not talking about Norwich. I'm talking about the other teams. Mate, you can't worry about the other teams. That's what we want to be. They're going to be the teams that are beating us. No, mate, we'll be beating them. We'll be shocking them again. But you just said you were worried. No, I'm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm worried about the lack of uh, the lack of activity. Right. But I've still got this inner belief that we'll do well. I'm I'm looking at the opposition. That doesn't make sense. I'm just contradicting myself. I'm looking at the opposition, and a lot of people are talking about how poor Palace look, right? Right. And I'm looking through their squad, and I'm like, they've got Benteke up front, proven <laughs> Zaha. Zaha. Um, like all through that squad, there's yeah. a good spine. Yeah. And I'm like, if that's the poor team, yeah, but we've got we've got a good spine. Well, actually, but have we, we now? No, well, no. At cause... present moment, we haven't. <laughs> well, we're weaker no. than we were in the championship. Because, oh, hang on a minute. 
That's, it's uh, not the Premier League calling, is that's it? That's the Premier League calling. No, it's not. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I lost my joke. But, by the way, how shit was that joke? <laughs> but it <laughs> still made me laugh. Um, anyway, uh, I was just about to say, before I was rudely interrupted by the Premier League, um, they need to stop calling me now with that. We're actually missing the middle part of our spine now. Now Skip's not in the house. Well, mate, you're forgetting about the main part that's now not there. We are, we, we've been promoted yeah, into, a, into the toughest league in the world. We've lost our main <sighs> midfielder. We've lost our main creative asset. And it's likely we're going to oh, lose actually, one of our best defenders. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Suddenly, <laughs> you've got three massive gaps that you yeah, need to really fill. And point. you've gone up a league. Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, I can't argue with that. It's tough, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, look, yeah. Uh, look, I, I know that our club's in good hands and that's and that's the most important thing. I'm sure we'll be doing some more updated transfer stuff um, in the coming weeks. There hasn't actually been that much to, to talk about in terms of rumours. Not that I really like yeah. discussing rumours too much. Um, hopefully, in the coming weeks, we'll have some good news to bring you. But at the present moment, I am we should, slightly worried. We will have good news in the next two weeks. Wow, is that something you know? Yes. Are we going to Moving war on. with a gun? Moving on. Okay. Um, you mentioned it's been a, a difficult few weeks off the pitch. Yeah. Not that there's been anything happening on the pitch. Yeah. It's been a really odd few weeks, hasn't it? And and it's been an odd few weeks for me as well, like figuring out what people, or how people see their football club, what people want from their football club. We're obviously talking about the BK8 stuff. Yeah. New... Um, BK8 gate. New sponsorship deal, record-breaking. And to be transparent with people, like we had a lunch with some members of the football club. We knew that this... Not BK8 specific, but we knew that there was going to be a record-breaking gambling firm. Yeah. Um, and I was excited about the <clears> prospect <throat> of it. You... Well, I'm not going to speak for you. I don't know how you thought, but... Well, I, but... Yeah. I, look, I... I I was happy with the fact that it was a record-breaking deal yeah. for our football club. Which felt like of we were course, going up or not. Of course, at that point, we had no idea yeah. about their uh, interesting marketing material. So, obviously, that's uh, not good. Look, I, 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 look I, I must say something on this, though, Jack. And, I, and, and obviously, it's very topical at the moment. And a lot of people might, might, might roll their eyes at this. But I think it's a really important point. I, I'm I'm a bit sa- I am a bit saddened. Like everyone always needs someone to blame, don't they? Right. But what has made me sad about this is that there are m- many people at the club that could have flagged it and could have stopped it, mm. and that's the disappointing thing for me. And I'm specifically talking about Ben Kensel here. Of course, now he's he's obviously not going to be at the club any longer, which is another discussion altogether. But I was very disappointed to see people just point the finger at Ben entirely as if it was just his fault. That did make me sad because I know... He was a good guy. Ben was he a is, good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's not dead. Oh. He's, he's, he's a top man. Still with us. He's an absolute top man. And I know for well, there's a million and one stories where he's taken the time to yes. call fans out of nowhere. He'd call us as well. There was times where he called me in the Premier League, by the way, when things weren't going well mm-hmm. and and was was very honest with me about, you know, what was going on and where the club w- was at. And he didn't need to do that. 
Um, so anyway, my point being is I was disappointed that people really, that there was a lot of targeted abuse and it was abuse towards Ben Kensel, but it's gone through three teams and the club should be accountable to that. But that that's where I'll, that's my personal opinion. And, but I'm not, but what I want to make clear is I'm absolutely not sticking up for the club. They got it horrendously wrong, but they know that and we know how devastated they are by it. And how gutted they are that they made such a sloppy, sloppy mistake by going with him in the first place and not doing the due diligence. And also it actually happening. Yeah, I think there will be a a lot of lessons learned, not only from Norwich City, but I think football in general with this deal. Because these, well, I've got one on my shirt now, Daffabet. These Asian gambling firms who use kind of white label tactics to break into European territories... You see them on the front of most Premier League football clubs. Fun AA, Newcastle have got them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, loads of clubs have got yeah, them. Yeah. I think there will be genuine second thoughts surrounding whether they want to associate themselves with these firms. At the end of the day, there's one reason why clubs do. Money. They pay more. Yeah, yeah. But let's flip this into a positive though, JR, right? Let's take a moment to zoom out on this and think, bloody hell. Hang on a minute. The fans created so much noise about it not being in line with the club's values I'm amazed we, they sacked it off we've, I didn't expect them no, to sack it off no. but how powerful is that everyone that the fans almost governed the club by the values that they speak of and I think that is actually and you I think you said this actually in a tweet I think that's a moment in Norris City's history yeah it is and I'm, I don't think I'm underplaying it I think it just shows how far the club's come that the fans governed that and as you say it'd be easy for the club to do a generic PR thing and kind of hush hush it down and get on with it but the fact they sacked it off I think and I genuinely mean it I tweeted this at the time I've completely forgiven the football club for it completely because the way that they responded to it but well, you, the you, you, have to, um, you have to forgive people for mistakes I am um, I thought the tactic would have been we hear the fans we're really sorry you almost you say you're sorry but you carry on with it and yeah. you hope it goes away we are talking about a commercial deal here worth millions upon millions of pounds yeah which has been scrapped because the fans um, communicated in a, in a powerful, it was a slightly aggressive way, but in an aggressive fashion that um, that worked. Do you think and it I was think aggressive? That's huge. Do you think it was aggressive? Well, there was the, there was there was certainly of course, there aggression was some, yeah. behind. Um, well, people were angry, and I think rightly so. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree with that. I I actually do think though that the majority of Norwich fans just said, "Hang on a minute, this isn't in line with the club's mm. values." So you're contradicting yourself here. Yeah. Um, and by the way, the anger was justified. Oh, of course. Might I add. So, well, the, the but, reason that Norwich is so special and the reason we all love Norwich so dearly is because we hold these values and because we are yeah, a yeah. community club. Yeah, I think you're right. The, the, I think the overarching um, thing here, and we've seen it with the European Super League backlash, is there is still genuine power in collective fan voice. I was yeah. so impressed with the way that the Canaries Trust um, handled the situation and mm. all of the fan groups. And I was impressed in the way that people held me to account because initially I you didn't wrong. quite understand the backlash because I hadn't seen the, the, the sheer depth and nature of the yeah. marketing material. And people were quickly 
on my case. And I appreciate that because if I want, if I get something wrong, I don't want people yeah, yeah. bowing down to everything I say. So I, th- I thought that Norwich City fans as a, as a collective acted superbly. Yeah, I agree entirely. Should we talk about um, the fixture list? Let's. What a start. Liverpool, oh. Man City, Leicester, <laughs> Arsenal. I looked at that fixture list, I said it on the video, and you know when the championship fixtures get released? Yeah. And you're like, win, win, win. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Reading away, that might be a draw. Well, not against Reading. Not Reading. Point. Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, oh, I think we're... I think we're going to drop two points that month. It's it's, but I like but okay. I I, I actually I like this. <laughs> I really like this. Okay, there's a lot of people like oh it's a hard start, it's a tough start, this this and that. Well, you know what? The players will be buzzing. Yes, and yes. that's the important thing. The players. This is what they earned the right to do to play and try and beat the best teams in the league. Yes, yeah. you've got them all in one club. But what that means, and what it should mean for fans, is that there's, there's no expectation for us to beat Liverpool, Man City, uh, Leicester. Arsenal. Arsenal's so winnable. We'll beat Arsenal, no problem at all. So I'm not worried about Arsenal. I mean, they're, they're a dead club to me. But, um, you know, I think, no, I mean that. You know, the, the soul has been ripped out of Arsenal now. The fact that Aston Villa beat them to Emi Buendia yeah. says it all, I'm sorry. Um, and I'll say that on Arsenal fan channels as well, by the way. Um, Please don't. Um, yeah, I, 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 th- I think it's a tough start, but, but I, think that, I think the pressure will be off. And the fact that we'll have fans back at Car Road is incredible. The, the, I agree. There, there is not expectation that first four games. But, the, and I said it on, on Twitter, I think, the game that worries me most out of the first seven is Watford. Because it comes in the fifth game after them four games. And then there is expectation on that one. Imagine if we don't win our first four mate, and then we get beat by Watford. Mate, you can't be going... Mate... Just oh, imagine it. No, you can't be. We going, got beat by them last twice can, last season. You cannot be going into the Watford game worried. Why? Because they're Watford. Yeah, but they, you, you say that, but they beat us twice last season. Yes, I know, I know, and I know they're our bogey team now. But if you are, so you're going into go, that day no, confident. Uh, yeah, I am. Really? Yeah, I am because we would have already like... beaten two of the big boys by then. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Right, in all, in all seriousness. But we, are, we, we yeah, have to base this. We point. have to base this off of recent Premier League. Why? Why? Because why? That's just a, that's, no, the, that's nonsense. A similar group of players why were in the to, Premier League last time why, round. Why do you have to base it on that? Well, what are we basing it off? Ninety three or something. The magic of football. <laughs> the magic of football is that it's eleven versus eleven, and anyone can beat anyone. Yeah, and we saw what happened when it was eleven versus eleven last time in the Premier League, and we lost ten in a row. Look, I'm, I'm, it's poor from you to go into the Premier League worried about a game against Watford. Back the boys to beat Watford, mate. It's time. It's time. When you saw that fixture list, yeah. the overarching I went, emotion I was went, confidence. I it? went... <laughs> because bollocks if it was. Well, no, no, no. no. I, do you know what? I fancy us for a draw against Liverpool on the first day. <laughs> You, Last time you, you said now, that, you we conceded be, four in 45 minutes. You laugh. You, you won't be laughing at the end of that result. I'll tell you, mate. Draw against Liverpool first day. Man City is... <laughs> That's a point, is it? 
that's going to be hard work. Um, but to be fair, last time I played them, we played them at mm-hmm. home. Um, I said we'd lose seven 0 Aguero to score four, and we won three two. Sam Byron masterclass, iconic, iconic game in in our history. Um, one of the most iconic games in our history. Um, yeah, I think we'll be Arsenal. Uh, we'll be fine, honestly. It's a tough start, but my point is, just 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 flip it to psychology. Players will be up for it. There won't be as much expectation. The first game is a home game. Yeah. I think all of these factors are important. To so, okay, so we're going to beat Liverpool, we're going to beat Leicester and we're going to beat Arsenal. What do, Nor- what do Norwich need to do in the next month or so to beat Man City as well? We- if you're that confident, <laughs> what players... Well, what areas are you looking at that we need to try and strengthen slightly? Oh, there are quite quite a few, <laughs> quite a few. Um, the defence, the midfield, and the attack. Maybe a goalkeeper. Yeah, I think I think we're short of a striker. Yeah. Um, I think there's 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 one thing we that I'm sure that every single Norwich fan will agree with, and if you don't comment below, that you'll agree with. We have to sign midfielders, and we need to sign them fast. Um, I know that we're not going to sign a a replacement for Emmy. He's irreplaceable, as Pep Guardiola would say. Um, he is irreplaceable. You can't replace Emmy, um, but you you need to sign, I think, two midfielders. We need to sign a striker. You should sign a defender. You should sign a backup. That's goalkeeper. the whole squad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How can you be confident when you want a whole new squad? Because I'm a Norwich fan. Yeah. We've just won the league and I've got my yellow and green glasses on. And you know what? I'm okay with that because if you drag through life like a coal bag of shit with a bad attitude, what's the point in even going? You say that there is no expectation on the first four games and I would agree with that. Yeah. Where there is expectation surrounding this season yeah. is to be better than we were last Absolutely, time. 100%. And, and Stuart Webber will know that they're... Look, Stuart Webber is, is seen as, as somewhat of a god in Norfolk, right? And, and, and rightly so. The work he's done has been remarkable. The, the thing he hasn't been able to do is one, stay in the Premier League, and two, recruit well in the Premier League. Yeah. He needs to do that this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And he'll know that. Especially having sold your best asset as well. Yeah, I, I think... <laughs> well, I, I do... This is the other thing, right? Just just to talk about this Emmy thing. I think a lot of people uh, are slagging the club off for, for selling Emmy. But actually, I'm of the faith that actually... Emmy, we were lucky to have Emmy yeah, in the championship. No, Emmy wanted to leave before our championship season. Um, so the fact that we kept him for that, which meant we won the league, is incredible. Yeah. And a blessing in itself. And some people will be reacting to this comment with, well, that's a Timpot attitude, that's a little Norwich attitude, this, this and that. But at the end of the day, if you don't like me, you're not going to do this podcast with me. And I'm not saying Emmy didn't like Norwich. He obviously loved his time at Norwich and he valued his time at Norwich. But but if you get offered a, a slot on Joe Rogan's podcast, are you going to keep I'm, on doing I'm it? I'm sacking you off. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I say sacking, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, God, it's back. Um, anyway, my point is with the Emmy thing is I think a lot of people have slagged the club off for selling him to get the money and all of this stuff but I think Emmy wanted to leave and there comes um, a point where you, you have to sell yeah uh, three years sad. at a football club nowadays it's is a long sad. while it's sad and it's hard for Norwich fans to, to, to swallow that bitter pill but the truth is is that it's amazing that we kept Emmy for as long as we did my, my sadness with, with I think the price was about right 40 million quid yeah uh, I think that's in the current market about right. Mm-hmm. My sadness with Emmy is the same sadness that I have with Alex Tete and Mario Rancic. These are players who have defined our recent club history 
and we haven't seen them for for a year. We haven't been able to yeah. say goodbye. The yeah. next time we see Emmy in person, he's going to be wearing claret and blue. Well, we will say goodbye to Emmy when we next see him. Go on. When he gets sent off a villa. He will as well. I ga- oh, mate, I tell you what. When are we playing for Gib- Is it Gib- early on? Gibbo's going to wind him up yeah. something rotten. Yeah. The Rock. He is going to wind him up something rotten. Yeah. Hanley as well. Uh, mate, we'll, we'll probably sign a Spanish player just to just purposely to just say something rude in Spanish to him if and wind him up. If Emmy gets sent off for Villa against Norwich, are you giving him the proper send-off? Oh, um, oh I am. <laughs> oh, mate, it's simple as that. If you're playing against Norwich, you know, uh, when he comes out onto the pitch... I hope that he claps the Norwich fans. I will clap him. But as soon as that whistle gets blown, he is the enemy. Right. He's playing for the other team. He's playing for the other team. Mm. I hope we kick him. I hope we kick him. I hope we wind him up something rotten. And I hope we beat him. And I hope he then claps us off afterwards. <laughs> and he's gutted that he left. Mm. That's what I really hope. The the But the, uh, the, the truth of the matter is that Aston Villa are probably one of... The most ambitious teams in the Premier League at the moment. Oh, the attack, the attacking line and, is frightening. And yeah. they, they're going to be, they're going to be a top class team next season. Can you remember when I used to really big up Villa when they had uh, Andreas Weimann, Gabby Agbon Lahore. Man, I loved. I was one John of John Carew. No, Benteke wasn't it? May ben, Benteke. Benteke at Villa. It's like was them, but on steroids now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and. If they keep Jack Grealish as well, that's Grealish and Buendia are the that's same naughty. Side as that's really naughty. Are you worried that we're going to lose another no. big player in quotation no. marks? No, we won't lose another big player. Max Aaron's is staying. Yeah. Really? Do you honestly think that? Mm. For the for the, uh, for the audio mm. listeners, Chris is smiling. Let me do an audio description. I'm talking. I'm smiling no. through gritted teeth. <laughs> I, I I think I... you said that with conviction. I'm talking into existence a bit. I think there's a risk with Max. I do. A risk that what he leaves. Yeah. You just see staying. I'm talking that I want right, that okay. to happen, but the truth is, I think it will be hard to keep Max. But apart from that, we who won't lose who else. would it take a Bayern or a Barcelona? Is that going to be what? Because he's not going to go to a, well, a Southampton see, or something, is he? I I don't think. I don't think Max is the type of player that would go to... I say this with respect, by the way. Villa's a top club, great history. I see Max as someone that would probably want to wait for an existing top six club or an existing Champions League club. Because in my head, and you know, I'm not a pro footballer, obviously, if I'm guaranteed... (laughs) If I'm guaranteed first team Premier League football week in, week out, Mm -hmm. I'd at least give it a year. And then hopefully being on the big stage week in, week out, maybe a, a Liverpool or a City yeah. comes calling. But I think what you have to remember is Norwich denied Max a move to Barcelona this season just gone. Yeah. So yes. it's a huge ask to keep a player of Max's quality in Norwich. However, I'd 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 give it the old reaffirm that I'd put the contract in front of Max and say, What do you want? Mm. And well, we'll this pay. is the other thing, isn't it? Is it's a financial thing. I, I saw Mick Dennis tweeting that apparently Villa are paying Wendy three times the amount yeah, he was on. I can imagine Matt, Everton, for example, yeah. not in Europe, could come in and say, "Yeah, here's three times the, the amount." And even if he's not necessary, but you know, do you think that is a problem, Jack? With this, and I'd be really please let me know in the comments what you think about this. Um, I think we still have the. I might be. I might be wrong here. I might be talking nonsense. 
I think our wage structure is still quite tight. Like they're all within a certain bracket. And some clubs, you have some disgruntled players sometimes because one player is on £200,000 a week and one person's on £50,000 a week, right? So, but I'm of the belief that Norwich is still in this almost a relatively equal pay band. Do you think that until we break through that pay band with star players, we won't survive in the Premier League? Well, I think I think the whole recruitment, um, you you are you are playing Moneyball, and Moneyball is only sustainable to a certain degree until you get a uh, an Arab billionaire in who can constantly top up your balance sheet. Big ask. You're you're not going to nail these two three million pound signings on a on a Every consistent time. enough basis yeah. to. Yeah. Sustain yourself. I do think, though, there is something in... Say, if you said to me, if Norwich offered Buendia... I'm spitballing here. 65 grand a week. I don't know what he was on. What Take his wage and triple it to stay right. at Norwich. Yeah. Would you have done that? I don't think I would have done. Because we've seen before when these players have come in on, on massive wages and we've spoken to Russ and we've spoken to Wes... It does upset the group. Yeah, yeah. You're and right. I almost think you you yeah. let them go. You show that you're willing to develop yeah. players and release them. I think take the wage and yeah. then and then you know. I think we I, again. Would I'm, you have offered Emmy sixty grand a week to I, stay? I would have done. Yeah, to keep him. And I would have and I would have said to Delia, you need to make him his dinner every week as well. Really? Mate. Do you think it's worth that with certain? Mate, he's a world class player. He's a world class player. But what about then if? That you've got a, a, a Buendia who's firing on all cylinders, but it's upset a few others. Are you willing to sacrifice? I think that? I think with Emmy, with that band of player, with Emmy, anyone in Emmy territory, yeah, I think you need to break it. Don't Do forget you? the times that we've broken the wage structure before are Naismith, possibly. By the way, he's just retired. Great po- career. Possibly Lafferty, probably and probably the Wolf, probably Mbok. Um, Tim de- def- definitely Leroy Fur. So these are players that there's some classy players in there. Mate, Leroy Fur's goal away at West Brom, never forgotten. I've told you this story before. Did you know that Leroy Fur almost killed me? Oh, I've never no, actually, yeah, I've never no, actually revealed this on didn't camera. You, didn't he nearly hit you with a car? So basically, Leroy Fur. Um, I reckon there's some old school podcast fans out here that have heard this. They remember this, yeah. So yeah. Ba- basically, I was I was uh, leaving leaving my missus' house, family house, back in the day before she moved in with me. Good old days, and um, Leroy Fur was at Martin Olsen's house, and he lived he lives in like the Tavern area, right? And Leroy Fur and Martin Olsen uh, reversed. They yeah. reversed. I don't know what I mean obviously it's maybe different rules in, in, in Holland or something anyway they reversed out of their drive onto a main road yeah. and I had to slam I mean slam on the brakes and I had the old hand out the window lights massive apology yeah. and of course I knew it was him because it was an Audi R8 and he had that, that number plate that said like fur right. or whatever it was so I was like there you go fun fact so Leroy Fur almost killed me one... or I almost killed Leroy Fur if there's one Norwich player you'd want to be involved in a car crash with, who is it? Uh, oh, bloody hell. You, right, someone, someone hit... Well, the current no squad. No one's injured. The current squad. No, it's, I'll, I'll give you context. No one's injured. No one's hurt. You're <laughs> you're driving down the Acle straight. You get a little bit of a bumper from up behind. You're fuming. Yeah, yeah. You're like... You get out of the car. You go and you go to... You go to smash in the window. Who it's is it? Player. 
Who defuses uh, the situation best? I think Pookie's the calmest man in that Norwich squad currently, so I think it'd be Pookie for me. Do you think he'd be angry? No, that's the point. Right. I think he wouldn't be angry and he'd calm me down. You'd exchange insurance details. Oh, okay. you'd, you'd, you'd nip up the road and have a non-alcoholic beverage. Yeah. And you'd, 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 oh, no, an alcoholic beverage. Well, not if you're driving. One? Half. Yeah. <laughs> So don't drink and drive, please. No, don't. please don't. And we don't, to be clear. Absolutely not. Um, going into the Premier League, face to face podcasts are back. By the way, going into the Premier League, out of ten, yeah. How are you feeling? Um, ten being Europa League. Here we come. Uh, at the moment, I would say five. Your confidence is dipping. I can see it leaking out of you. <laughs> We just need to sign some players, mate, and then it'll go up. Good. When are we going to do another one of these next? Uh, no idea, because we used to actually book them in, mm. but we need to decide what our new... Let's let the people decide. Have you enjoyed this? How often do you want them next season? I suspect there'll be people sat home going, God, I wish they were back on... Yeah, on probably. What a load of old shit this, this has was. been fun, though. <laughs> mate, I've loved it. Thank um, you so much. There'll be loads more content coming in, in the coming weeks. We've loads. got lots of exciting things um, to bring you. And... You know, now we've got the chance to say a massive thank you for the phenomenal yeah. support over the past 12 months. We've gone from strength to strength um, and I'm so glad that we've been able to um, serve something that's been good. Oh, I love that. I love that. From serve you. some value. I love that from you. What I would really you like do. to order? I'd like some value. And yeah. With a side of, I, I please, of enjoyment. I'm pleased that people have, I'm pleased we've kept your company. Yeah, and, you, and you know what? It's been nearly an hour and I haven't gone to the loo yet. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'm a changed man, that's all I'm wow. saying. Wow, lovely stuff. Thank you so much for watching. How um, do we sign off normally? I've I think forgotten. I think we I think there was like a, a, a very specific manner in which we used yeah. to, but I've forgotten. So thank you for watching. Um, thank you for your listening on, on Spotify, etc. You can subscribe on there as well. Um, Podcast with the guest dropping next week, hopefully, by the way. Who's that? Unless they cancel on me. I can't tell you right now, but you'll like it. Played for Norwich before? Yes, definitely. Happy days. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you all again very soon. Bye-bye.